Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Good evening, I'm Chua Tiantian with your Market View today. Now, earlier this week, US Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell gave his most explicit acknowledgement to date that steep interest rate hikes could tip the economy into a recession and it is going to be very challenging to achieve what he calls a soft landing. Testifying before the Senate Banking Committee, Powell also told lawmakers that the country must get back to 2% inflation. Now, it says the American economy is well positioned to handle tighter monetary policy and anticipates that ongoing rate increases will be appropriate to call the hottest price pressures in 40 years. Now, his comments send markets down as investors continue to mull the risk of a future recession. So the big questions remain. How are markets expected to react in the coming week? When will the US economy slip into a recession? And what should investors be cautious about? Now, to take stock of the week, I'm joined by Steve Bryce, the Chief Investment Officer at Standard Chartered Wealth Management. Mr. Bryce, good evening. Good evening. The US Fed Chair, Jerome Powell, is making a strong commitment to bring inflation down to that 2% mark. By how much should the Fed increase interest rates to achieve this and when will we reach sort of like a steady state? Well, I, I guess your, your intro actually sort of uh, highlights the concern people have, right? That, mm. the, that what should happen and what will happen could be very different, right? So very clearly that inflationary pressures are largely, not totally, but largely cost and supply side in nature. And the Fed can do little actually to address mm-hmm. that, of course. So if they're really trying to bring inflation down to that 2% and they're committed to that, and they certainly seem to be at the moment, the risk is that they actually over-tighten and uh, that leads to that recession that you're talking about. So mm-hmm. our sense is that we're going to need to see a growth scare for them to change course. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, as I say, the risk is that they overdo it and that turns into a recession. But we think interest rates are probably going to about three and a quarter percent by the end of the year. So still significant tightening to come in the next six months. Mm. So, but we all know that the Fed's meeting in July, they're expected to increase interest rates, some of them predicting the 75 basis points again. In your opinion, do you think that the market already has enough time to react to the current 75 basis point hikes before the Fed further hiked interest rates? So markets, I guess, can just pretty quickly, and they did. Um, so we've obviously mm-hmm. seen a dramatic tightening in, in or raise raising of uh, interest rate expectations over the course of the year. And um, so our, our sense is that markets actually probably pricing in a little bit too much tightening. Obviously, that the economy takes a lot longer to react. That's the risk here: is that we know that monetary policy acts with long and variable lags, and therefore going too far too fast could lead to that that downside risk. Mm, certainly. So at this point in time, do you think that we will be going too fast and too far? if the Fed were to raise interest rates by 75 basis points in the coming meeting in July? Wow, that's a good question. <laughs> I think our sense is that you know, it doesn't make sense to, to slow down on the interest rate hikes at the moment because mm. even with another 75 basis points, that would take monetary policy settings from still loose, actually, despite the tightening we've seen already, to about neutral. And given strong nominal growth and, and reasonably strong real growth, that should be acceptable to the economy and markets. Obviously, when you go beyond that sort of 2.5% mm. neutral level, then the risks increase significantly. So I'd I'd imagine they get there as quickly as they can and then they slow down. Mm, Certainly. So with the latest comments from Paulson Market Watchers, they are predicting a 99% chance of slipping into a recession. 
what are your thoughts? And when will the US economy actually slip into a recession? This year, next year, the year after next year? So, I, I, yeah, it, again, it's a, it's a million dollar question, mm. right? I mean, the probability of recession, of course, mm. is 100% because we will at some point get one. Mm. Um, I think, you know, the way we look at it is saying, look, over the next 12 months, it's not the most likely outcome that we'll see a recession, but mm-hmm. we're, we're getting close to that 50% threshold, right? So the risks have significantly increased in the past in the past month. Um, we look we look at several re- uh, recession warning indicators. You know, a month ago, two of those are flashing red, two out of about 12. Uh, now four are flashing red, and, and another one's likely to go red fairly soon, which is the yield curve. So if two-year yields go above the 10-year yield, then that would be an inversion, and that's a, that would be a fifth one. So, so overall, we're moving in that direction pretty quickly. The strength of the labour market, though, is a significant positive, and that's going to be something really key to see how that develops and reacts to that rate hikes. So that's what we're probably looking at most now. Mm. Mr. Bryce, we do see some economists over at some banks increasing the probability of falling to a recession next year, in fact, doubling that probability. So in your opinion, do you agree with that if your opinion is that it is not going to, we are not going to fall into a recession next year? Why is that so? Well, I think I think that we're sort of looking at a 12-month time horizon. So if, mm-hmm. if you were to ask me a month ago, we would have probably said there's a 5-10% to 10% probability of recession mm-hmm. in the next 12 months. That's jumped, in our opinion, to, to around mm-hmm. 40%. So it has mm-hmm. risen very sharp in a, in a month. I mean, that's a that's a pretty dramatic change in, mm-hmm. you know, it's obviously we're only a market forecast, but, you know, that probability is still much higher than we would like. Um, so, so I think we're, you know, the trend for that, um, that, that increased fear is certainly there. Um, as I say, you know, it could, if we saw some signs that inflation was easing significantly, that would reduce the probability because it would take the pressure off the Fed to tighten. But we'd obviously wait until that happens to reduce any probability. Mm, certainly. Mr. Bryce, we saw a slew of economic data this week, particularly the US home sales data. To what extent do you think the market activity has been caught by the ongoing rate hikes? I, I think probably not too much yet. Mm. And that, that's the sort of variable lag, uh, long and variable lag mm. point, right? So growth was always going to slow this year, right? So that was that was never really in doubt. Second half, I mean, even at the turn of the last year, we were saying that second half will be weaker and a lot weaker than the first half. Now you've obviously had very significant uh, tightening in financial conditions. So higher mm-hmm. commodity prices, higher interest rates, higher bond yields, lower equity markets and mm-hmm. uh, higher financing costs. So a lot is coming through. I'm not sure a huge amount has hit the economy yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's probably the concern is that we were slowing. We're slowing faster than we thought we would do. And we've still got some in the pipe uh, from a growth perspective to detract from growth going forward. Mm. If you're just tuning in, we're now speaking to Steve Bryce, the Chief Investment Officer at Standard Chartered Wealth Management. And Mr. Bryce, the University of Michigan will publish its final data on monthly consumer inflation expectations today. Some market watchers, observers, they're calling it a catalyst for violent swings in the financial market for the days ahead. What CPN numbers are you expecting and how are markets in US expected to react to that? Yes, um, I, think, I think we're sort of looking for, I mean, uh, you know, the consensus is Michigan uh, inflation expectations for the one year to be around mm. five, five and a half percent. Um, so that's you know, not really a major change in which mm. re- uh in which case markets are probably going to be fairly sanguine about it. We obviously saw significant volatility seem to have calmed down. So I think, you know, we're probably going to be really focused on the data coming out next week. Mm. Mr. Bryce, maybe let's turn our attention to look at the financial markets in Asia and Singapore also. How much of a ripple effect do you think the uncertainties in the US is going to affect the region in the coming week? So we see Asia and Singapore as on very different mm. economic cycles to the West. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously ASEAN countries, for instance, are benefiting from 
from the economic reopening and increased tourism flows post-COVID. And China is very, very focused on stimulating the domestic Mm. economy, both via monetary and fiscal policies. And and we are seeing signs that starting to feed through Mm -hmm. into what we call a positive credit impulse, which should should help support growth going forward. So from that perspective, we're over Asia X Japan uh, and also China, China markets. And obviously the the president, Chinese president, uh, reaffirming the 5.5% growth target this year sort of reaffirms this view. For, for Singapore, I think, you know, obviously for the bank, higher interest rates is going to be very positive. Um, so mm. that's going to help, you know, uh, earnings going forward. Uh, from a REITs perspective, we'd favour logistics and hospitality, mm. uh, which we think is going to benefit more from the economic re- reopening trends. Obviously, office and retail are still going to face struggles in our opinion. Mm. I understand you have mentioned it briefly, but I just want to deep dive into it. For investors, especially those in Singapore, what should they watch out for in the coming week and how should they manage their investment portfolio right now? So I, I guess what there's a, a lot of data coming out globally. I think that's probably what the, the key focus is going to be. So you've got um, business confidence, ISM manufacturing coming out of the States. You've got PMI data uh, coming out of, uh, of China. And you've also got some inflation data, USPCE inflation index also coming out. Um, so I think those are going to be the key focus alongside with um, Powell's presentation and speech mm. at an ECB conference in, in Portugal. So there's quite a lot to look forward. And that's obviously ahead of the non-farm payroll or employment report uh, a week later as well on, February, on Friday the 8th. So a uh, lot to keep our eye on. Our view is that you know we, we think that bond yields are, are particularly mm. attractive now. So we've been trimming equity risk and adding to bonds uh, recently, which we think would be a, a good way to play the current environment. Mm, certainly. And one just very quick question, uh, Mr. Bryce, before we go. Any final advice for our listeners who are tuning in right now? Yeah, so I, I think, you know, we're sort of saying we're trimming equity exposure, but I think, you know, if we to um, look at it a bit more detail within the equity space, we are over Wait, Asia, X Japan, as I mentioned. So we think that's a, a good place to be given the, the different economic cycle. Mm. We're actually also overweight UA, UK equities, which we see as relatively defensive in nature, higher dividend, dividend yielding mm. um, stocks. So uh, those are the two regions that we're overweight at the moment. Mm, certainly. Thank you very much, Mr. Bryce. And that was Steve Bryce, Chief Investment Officer at Standard Chartered Wealth Man- Management on the line. Before acting on the information on Money FM, Please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.